All the latest news. Let's go Rangers. They don't know a right wing from a left wing, but they sure know chicken wings, Jim and Eddie. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground show. Today is Tuesday. It is November the 23rd. It is Thanksgiving Eve Eve. My name is Jim, and as always, as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? Doing well. Uh, I got a little upper body injury in the le- in the left arm, but I uh, I'm playing hurt tonight. But I will uh, succeed where others have failed. Oh, an upper body injury in the in the left shoulder that automatically puts you into COVID protocol for three weeks. Yes, <laughs> Fauci <laughs> is officially listing you as a COVID case. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on with that. Uh, the Rangers are playing the Islanders, Islanders tomorrow, and like. Three quarters of the team has got COVID, and then I saw some fake. I don't know if it was fake news, fake posts, fake Twitter. Did you see this thing? No. What? What? What thing? Uh, let's see. Uh, let me let me search the uh, the interwebs, the interwebbings. Are you refer? Just just so I'm clear, I want to make sure we're talking about the same. Are we referring to the last place Islanders? Those yes, Islanders? the last place the. Home, uh, their new home fort never win. Uh, <laughs> where they were booing, they were booing the islanders as they left the ice. I love it, couldn't happen to a better, more deserving fan base. Once again, showing that these cretins, these miscreants, the infirmed <laughs> have no class whatsoever. These invalids. Uh, oh, wow. I actually just saw our show on the, on the thing as I was scrolling here. Oh, uh, good I, I don't see there was some there was something going on. <clears throat> I'm going to try to find it. And if I can't find it, I just got to go on my thoughts, which is crazy enough. Uh, there was some kind of thing about the islands didn't follow COVID protocol or something at the arena or something. Did anybody yeah. see this? Roll them out of the league. Yeah, no, no, there was something, but then everybody's like, no, I haven't seen anything on Twitter. 
on the about this. So I I don't know. I don't Char- know. Charles, I don't really care. Protocol. He's so he's so fucking big. He's probably got COVID like twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So whatever. Uh, Everybody's commented on my glasses tonight. I, I don't know. I, I usually oh, don't you're going with the. It's, you know, I didn't wear contacts today. I got something. I got something in my eye. You got a sty in your eye? No, no God. Uh, I've had those. They fucking suck. They suck. But um, I got something in my eye, and my and my eyelid got like swollen over the weekend. So I've been giving my contacts a break for a couple of days and just wearing my glasses. You look. And I wasn't gonna wear. I wasn't gonna wear my glasses during the show because, as you can see, there's a reflection on them. But if I take my glasses off, then I can't see. God damn it! So yes. They're just going to have to deal with the glare and a smarter-looking gym, if you will. This is my librarian look. Jen likes it when I wear my glasses. To nah, you look, uh, you look like you're astute. You're an astute, <laughs> astute fellow. Right. <laughs> astute. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, everything's going terrible for the Islanders, and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more happy. It's, I, mean, I, it's I, hope a- they, I hope they never win again. No. I wear, come on, I hope Joy Rosen gets her virginity back before that team wins another oh. game. Yeah. Can't score and can't keep the puck out of the net. The only the, the only person that scores is Joy Rosen. That's right. <clears throat> Although it's been said many times, many ways, fuck that team, fuck their fans, and everything they stand for. I will say I do like the the looks of the arena, but the the dregs of society that uh, permeate that Fort Neverwin is uh, disgusting. It's nothing but a new Walmart. And once once the clientele takes over and shits on the walls and and steals a few things and unfolds a few seats, and it'll look like every other Walmart. There'll be an asbestos outbreak. I like when we lead with the Islanders. Oh, we got to have fun, fortress. right? No, I don't mind. <laughs> it's good news, especially after we are. Uh, what's our record now with your. Uh... 11 and 7. Four games over 500. Four more wins than losses. Third place in the Metropolitan. In the New York Metropolitan Division. Wow. Easy for me to say. Six and four in their last 10. Two points behind the Capitals who have a game at hand. Four, only four points. Only four points behind the red hot Hurricanes. I mean, mean, aren't aren't the the Hurricanes supposed to be like the cream of the crop? Uh, You know, one of the big teams. They are. Hey, the Rangers are climbing. I don't know. I, I still don't know how they're doing it. No, I don't know either. I don't know. They're just finding a way right now. And uh, finding a way. The fan base is, uh, again, if you question anything, you get hit with the Rangers' record again. But right. uh, listen, this is uh, this is what we do. You know, question is, everything. Yeah, we question everything. If we, if we just, you know, it's all going to turn to shit eventually. It always does. But uh, right now, I'm enjoying it. I'm in, I don't care. 
if the Sabres are bad, I don't care if that game was not not good. The fact that the New York Rangers won that game with 0.4 seconds erased all that garbage I had to go through. A clutch Ranger win, which we haven't seen the likes of in quite a long time, Jim. <clears throat> well, quite frankly, that's that's one of the most memorable regular season wins in their history. In their history, you're gonna go in their history, of course. Okay, all right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break down that. We'll talk about that. We'll break down that goal at the end and take a look at just just how amazing we are gonna take you. Almost frame by frame. Wow. <clears throat> okay. First, we'll talk a little bit because we'd be remiss if we don't as the, the leaders in internet broadcasting when it comes to New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. Standing high atop this mountain as we have for almost 13 years. Well, that's the, true. Uh, the Rangers did lose to the Toronto Maple Leafs in a game, and I, I hate to I hate to agree with Micheletti, but I originally attribute this quote to Vince Lombardi because that's who I heard had said it originally. Where the Rangers didn't really lose that game, they just ran out of time. It really felt like the Rangers were just one play away from tying that game up after what was an awful first period in that game, and. Then things kind of blew up in the second, and it was a little more exciting, a little more end to end. And then, uh, and then the Rangers just came up short. Dryden Hunt, fan favorite. Oh, they love him. Well, I don't know if the fans love him, but the coaching staff loves this guy. <laughs> Dryden Hunt got his first goal of the season after uh, what's that? How's it oh, Morgan Riley got two goals in that game. Yes. But uh you know, it was just it was it was just one of those games where the puck just wouldn't the puck just doesn't go in. <laughs> yes. Jack Campbell played played well when he had to. The Leafs are I mean the Leafs are uh, you know class of the league right now, practically. They, they are very, very well. And uh yeah. Kane Coach. They're a, they're a tough team. I mean, this is, you know, I'm sure I'm going to jinx them or I'll be accused by Cutter by jinxing them. But, uh, you know, they have problems in the playoffs and, uh, you know, defense and goaltending in the playoffs. But right now, um, especially since they've reunited Marner and Matthews, they're no joke. And really, the Rangers have no... You know, I try to say this, and I don't know if anybody really gets it, but sometimes you just lose because the other team is just better than you. Right. They're at a different level. They're at a different, I don't know. They're at a different talent like level. Yeah, I mean. The uh, the the bevy of forwards they're running, <laughs> running out there line after line after line, you know. Plus, Plus, they win face-offs. Oh, yeah, well, that was the big problem in that game. Yeah, th- this is a – I guess <clears throat> I wanted to talk about this, if you like it while we're on this game. Um, I feel like, again, I don't want to 
kill Gallant because he is, you know, he's pushing the right buttons, you know. But I see these press conferences, and I, I find them very interesting. David Quinn kind of bored me, like, you know, he was just saying the same things. Uh, but it seems like Gallant, he's, he doesn't really agree with his players a lot. Ryan Strom came out. Now, Ryan Strom, uh, I think, I took, I think he took a penalty or a slashing or something. He was pissed off the whole night. Is that when he slammed his stick? He slammed his stick on the boards, right? Right. And then in between periods, he came out. Or oh, it may have been the end of the game. I don't remember, but you know how they show him in the runway, come off the ice, right? And he just, like, threw his gloves at the trainer. Like, he was so fucking disgusted. Punched Rammer in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... <clears throat> I don't want to go there, but... um, So, Strom comes in his presser, and he's livid. He's like, I'm... We got to be better on face-offs, and I'm the number one culprit. I was disgusted the whole game. You can't play a game every every face-off. The other team starts with the puck 70%, 80% of the time. You can't play hockey that way. It's disgusting. It's terrible. I hate my – he basically threw himself on the cross, uh, this and that. And I consider him – I know a lot of Ranger friends don't really like him. Well, they don't. they don't really love him. But he really is the most frank talker on that team. Oh, he definitely and, is. He's yeah. <clears throat> and if I really, if I wanted, I know he's got a contract coming up, so you can't really invest him in him as a captain. And but if there was a captain on the team, I would like a guy like him that just no nonsense talks turkey. He talks turkey. They all don't talk turkey now. <laughs> Did you so, see? Speaking of speaking, of the, did you see? Uh, I got uh, the other when when they played Buffalo. I think the after first period, I think the guest was Filipino. The fuck was he? Doing? Why, why are they interviewing Filipino? The guy doesn't put a sentence together in English. Why? Really? What's the? It just wasn't good. It just wasn't yeah. good. He had he, he he. I'm sure he's an intelligent kid, and I'm sure he sp he can speak very well. He just. It just wasn't a guy you want to interview. He had nothing. He had nothing to say. He couldn't get a full sentence out in English. And come on, we got anybody else on this team we can interview in between periods? Chadwick never would have stood for that, right? So I get the icy Strom going off, losing his shit, getting chippy on the ice because he's mad at what's happening, and then they go to. Uh, Gerard Gallant, Gerard Gautier. And he, they asked him if probably it was Molly or somebody. I mean, it came after Stromer had already just done his thing. And they say, well, Stromer was just on and he was talking about how face-offs were a problem. And Gallant goes, no, face-offs weren't a problem. Face-offs weren't the reason we lost. That We lost to because they're a good team, Toronto. Well, they're a good and, team on face-offs. Yeah. <laughs> right? You want to you want to hear something? I, you want to hear something amazing about those fa about the face-offs in that Toronto game? He did not. <laughs> he did not want to put the game on that solely on that. 
but he it was dismissive of the faceoffs being a problem. <clears throat> and I think it was Maui who brought up <laughs> the whole well, the Pierre Rassico freaking nonsense. Oh, God. They brought the former linesman. And he's like, the problem wasn't faceoffs. Like, he went right into defense mode. Now, I don't know if he does this because he likes to protect his players. You know, he doesn't he doesn't ever want blame to come down on his players from outside sources. I don't know, but they just had Stroman who just said he couldn't stand it. He's your second line center. He's flipping out about it. This I he just strikes me as a guy who just really just he doesn't want to engage the media. He just wants to get up there, say what he has to say, and get the hell off. He doesn't like to be questioned. I really don't think he likes to be questioned by a woman. Better get used to it. Seems like he's warmed up a little bit. Maybe he learned his lesson. <clears throat> if he doesn't like to be questioned by a woman, he better be gay. That's all I'm saying. Who knows? As long as the hey continue to win, I'll warm that. up to him, but not in that way. <laughs> but uh... so you want to hear You want to hear something amazing about those about those faceoffs in that Toronto game? Sure. So the Rangers were 20% on their face-offs in that game, right? fucking horrible. 20, 20%. But Mika Zibanejad was 67% in that game. Wow. So Ryan Strom, 8%. He had to have been up against Tavares all night long, right? Or Spezza. <laughs> right, or, or, or Jason Spezza. Who I still cannot believe. It. I cannot believe Jason Spezza is still in the league. I feel like I, I feel like he him. got drafted by the original Ottawa Senator. I know, right? The Silver Seven or whatever they were called. <laughs> I don't know if Gallant lives in a gated community, Sean. <laughs> I don't know. So Ryan Strom, eight percent, Philip Heedle, seventeen percent, Kevin Rooney, ten percent. So it's probably it could be a bit of a problem when your second, third, and fourth line centers average about 12% on face-offs. I don't, I don't, pretend, to, I, I don't pretend to know everything about hockey, but I do think it's I, – I happen to th- – I'm crazy. I happen to think it's better to win a face-off than lose one. Right. I mean, it is a contributing factor, and the fact that your number two center noticed it, and he, he was at a paltry 8%. Uh, it's not good. It's not Wouldn't good. Wouldn't you like to think that you could go against any center in the, in the NHL and get eight percent of the faceoffs? I mean, that's really? you, think you could just get eight mistake. out of hundred. Just by mistake, the puck could go to your own guy. <laughs> right. I mean, you'd have to think that maybe five out of the hundred times the other guy would fall down, or maybe you know he'd kick his skate out from under him and you win the faceoff. I don't know. So I saw a little disconnect with that. Of course, I was yelling at the TV. You know, but. Yelling at Gallant really or yelling at Strom? No, I was yelling at Gallant. You just had a guy who came on. The whole game, I'm watching this guy frustrated. I'm saying, why is he so frustrated? And then I, he explained why he was frustrated. And then the coach comes on. I said, ah, well, that wasn't really why we lost. They're a good team. Now, okay. again, I don't know if he just goes in denial mode or this is some kind of he's trying to protect the players from any. Criticism. 
I mean, he doesn't really call out other players so far. Except we'll get Laf- to that. Lafreniere is the only one. Lafreniere is the only one I can really remember him really kind of critiquing in the media mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. When that whole th- uh, before the, the, the Maui give him a boik, right, <laughs> right before that incident. Are you kidding me? Like seriously, Mama? No. Seriously, the kid played tonight. No, I, I mean, give it a rest. What you thought he got? I thought he was fine. Thought he was fine. Like there's nothing more than Lafreniere tonight. The guy scored some good goals. We played some pretty good hockey. And you're going to bring up Lafreniere again? Give the kid a break. I'll wind your bones to make me wet. I'll your bones. to make me wet. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. This is interesting. Look at Paul Slyker's reporting here. I heard in another interview with a reporter from Vegas that he used to lie on purpose during his press conferences. That's his shtick to deflect and confuse the media. Well, he's doing a good job. I'm confused. Right. I'm feeling very deflected. I've learned that, that he lies, but uh, I, I don't understand. Why, why are you lying? <clears throat> I mean, that's right. Sean did mention that in the last, uh, I think he mentioned that in a, a post he made, made that, uh, that that he lies. Wow, what a great guy. What a what a great way to warm yourself to the New York video. I'm going to lie. What means give him the keys to the organization. Yes. Join the rest of them. He'll fit right in. Right. At least he's obviously he wants to obviously he wants to work for the federal government at some point. <laughs> he's got a future in politics. Right. <laughs> right. Oh God. I'm gonna so, run Matt Matt Morello in the chat room also has uh another that he he's not liked in his aqua wear thin quick uh quick now. So, uh, the Philippines has joined us. Darwin Bushman is here. What's up, Dr. B? Dr. B. <laughs> you guys are cracking me up with the uh, Elma Fudd stuff. Um, wise, so- wise, wise, yeah. <laughs> wise, 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 yeah. 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 Thompson, the Thompson twins. <laughs> you right. can't really say that with them. Uh, anyway, anyway, so I I felt like there's a little disconnect with him, and then you know we could we could skip ahead. We won't talk about the goal, but the aftermath math of the goal. He's yelling at fucking Zabinijad. Right, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before the uh, before the show. I ain't buying the. Ex- I ain't buying the excuse. I'm not buying that either. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not one for conspiracy theories like Ghosta and and some of the other crew here, but Ghosta, the explanation that was given, Ghosta the crazy week, give the wefts a break. That he's yelling after what my esteemed colleague here labeled as one of the greatest regulation victories. In Rangers history, he's barking like a pit bull at Mika. 
I'm not buying it was because he was Mika settled down the wefts. <laughs> Let it go. I don't believe it. I, I think it was something else. He should have been all smiles, laughing his way into the locker room, and then he, if that was the case, he would address it. You know, give right. it a, give it a point with the now, with the refs. Now let well, it go. We won. Let's backtrack for a minute and, and let's let's play let's play both sides. So let's okay. say that for once in their life, the Rangers are telling us the truth about something, right? Yeah. Let's let's say that really is what happened. That is what they were arguing about. First of all, Gallant is right. Zibanejad shouldn't be yelling at the refs. The game's over. Let it go. Let it go, Elsa. But second right. of all, Gallant shouldn't be screaming at his player on the bench. That's right. Out in public. Like you said, you take it inside. Take it inside. Work it out. Brush Mika's hair. Then we move on. We listen to a little DJ, a little techno, and we move on. Right, I mean, take that shit in the locker room, but I don't. But but but, uh, bottom line, I don't believe it. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy it. If there was a a level of anger on his face that wasn't just a reprimand about bitching about non calls, especially it, at that point. A big victory. I mean, we were all static. What do I think it was? Mika probably said, "Yeah, fuck off, dude." <laughs> I don't maybe, know. Maybe Mika's been listening to the show and he says, well, "Go on. What do you care if I listen what to do the you do anyway? What do you care? We have listen Adam Fox. The listen, he's the reason we won, not you, right?" I don't know. Maybe Mika maybe didn't want Mika out there on the last shift. I don't know. Thank God he was. He made a beautiful pass to Ryan Lindgren, which you're gonna get to in a while. I we never heard Mika's side of it. Right. And you never so will. Like, yeah, and we never will. It'll be in Mika's book. <laughs> speaking of books. Uh -oh. speaking, of, speaking of guys who wrote books. Sean McCaff? Great no, book. No, I would, I would. Great book. Great book. Of course, I would never. He's one of our. Waiting for the audio book. I would never. <laughs> Stan Fitzgerald is going to be the voice of your audio book. It's going to be read by Sam. <laughs> Forward by Sam Rosen. Right. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so you know, you know, Mess Messier wrote a book, right? Yeah, I saw him. Uh, I saw his bald head roaming around the garden. And, and what what's it called? One way to win. I don't know. Only way to win. How I lost money in making helmets. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the? I had it and then I forgot what it was. Book. Hold on. Let's see. Oh no! <clears throat> no one wins alone. Which was the? Which was not the working title? Was no one wins with Gartner? Ah. <laughs> now one. How one player took over as GM of a Stanley Cup champion. Uh, did you see that he did a he did a, a one hour Q and A at the Garden before the game, and that they sold tickets to Thanks it? for ninety. Oh, they had his. Of course, it was tickets. Those the, the two S's stand for dollar signs <laughs> in his name, last name. Yeah, but that it's not just him. It was the Rangers. 
It's the Rangers that sold were selling the tickets because they were advertising it during the, the game. Oh, he probably he probably during the Toronto the game. He probably had to be compensated. There is there is absolutely nothing the Rangers can't put a price on. Terrible, terrible organization to the fans. Terrible. It, it, it's the most fan unfriendly organization. They don't give a fuck. They don't have to. Don't Cash have register to. keeps ringing. Not not as much as it used to. I get daily attendance updates from Mike Smith, the great Mike Smith. Oh, oh, oh Joe, attendance is down, Joe. Gonna have to have you outside the garden with a sandwich board, hawking tickets, Joe. Apparently, uh, Chris Demet's reporting the Q&A was free with a ticket purchase. What that cost you? Five grand? See <laughs> a fucking game nowadays? We're the diehards of the diehards. I will not go to a Ranger game. <laughs> it's too expensive. Any so you paid a hundred dollars for a ticket, and you got and you and you got a you got one of his books. I don't want that fucking book. The Q and A was free with the ticket with the ticket purchase. He's well, retired. that was, was that the idea of the ticket that they were selling. The, the tickets were to the Q and A, weren't they? That's how that's how I understood Sam. <clears throat> as best as you can understand Sam. <laughs> Your seat in section four ten is brought to you by Chase Nathan's Hot Dogs and Bud Light. <laughs> now pay us five hundred dollars a seat, Matt. So you're going to the game in Boston. What did the What did the actual game ticket cost you? And how did you buy yeah, it? Buy how it did you get it? Or did you have to go on the secondary market? You get it from Ticketron? <laughs> Ticketron. <laughs> Ticketron. Okay. The ticket was to the Buffalo game, but if you use the promo link they emailed, you got to go to the Q&A. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 3,000. Oh. Dr. B is talking about 1994. <laughs> Well, you see, he's flexing on us. It's <laughs> humble bragging. that he paid. He's humble bragging. Mario! How the hell are you, baby? The great Mario Morgato. Absolutely. Good to see him. How are you, my friend? Yeah, you're right, Mario. <clears throat> Listen, I love Mark Messier as a player. In the discussion of the greatest players to ever play. But that guy. That's not bad. What's not bad? Ticketmaster verified. Ticket vest, Ticketmaster verified resale from a Bruins season ticket holder. Upper level, $85. <clears throat> it's not too bad. What's a what's a garden upper level seat now? Aren't they? They're over 100, aren't they? Yeah, come on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It used to be nine dollars. Oh, yeah, I now. saw his. Uh, they were getting all giddy. Look, uh, they, they were all giddy about him, and oh, he saw his bald head pop out. Ah, get out of here! I'm done with you. <laughs> you served your purpose. Now I don't want to see you anymore. And your hooky fluky helmet you're developing for concussions that. <laughs> Didn't work. Nobody's wearing. 
Everybody's wearing, isn't he supposed to be doing color over at ESPN or something? I guess. I don't know. You can't say colored anymore, by the way. Oh, wow. So I know it's it's kind of sacrilege to talk bad about Mark Messier, but he ain't doing nothing for me now. Millie's in the studio audience. She's you got her dying over here. She's cracking up. She's trying to keep it silent. She doesn't want everybody to hear how oh, okay. Well, she's crying. I just don't want to say I don't know. <clears throat> Love the guy. It was a player, one of the greatest Rangers, but for the four years he was with us, then he left for Vancouver or whatever. Right. That cheesed me off too. And his stupid father, who was his agent. Get like eight hundred dollars more playing in Vancouver after he beats Vancouver. That was some stupid amount. He's like the most hated guy in Vancouver history. I know he knocks them out, beats them in the Stanley Cup. Then he comes back. Yeah, play that. Play that sound a couple more times. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. The funny yeah. Rangers beat them in the cup, right? They go get Messier. The Rangers wind up with Nathan Lafayette and Momesso and Kirk McLean. I mean, how many players did we how many players wound up being interchanged between those two teams? I made a Momesso in my pants. <laughs> yeah, that that, that I can, was I, I've told this story before. I could never think of Sergio Momesso without being at the garden that one time, and he's He's on the ice. Every time he stepped on the ice, some guy in the blue seats behind me yelling, Momesso, pack your bags! <laughs> All night long. For whatever reason, this guy decided that Sergio Momesso was going to be his target. That was his guy that night. Every time he was on the ice, Momesso, pack your bags! <laughs> I can still hear it. Echoing. Sean saying, uh, oh, God, Jeff Courtnall. In the book, he says it was about principle since he had a clause in his contract for a raise if they won the cup. <clears throat> All right. Well, I wish you a million dollars. Wait, you did get <laughs> right. it. You did get it. Go to Vancouver, you oaf. Yeah. Je- yeah. Jeff Courtnall wasn't just, he just wasn't one of the first ones to come to mind. Bore, of course. I forgot about, I didn't even mention Bore. Another one. How many guys did we get from that team after we beat them? Let's go get the losers. Spend all, we spent all the we spent all these assets and resources to go get guys who had won cups in Edmonton. Then we go get the guys we with the losers. No wonder why we didn't win. No wonder why it's been another twenty seven years. We're half there. When, when it comes to Messier, I used to bait my father because you know he's a traditional guy. He thinks like you know if you have sex with a woman, you should marry her and all that. You know, Messier, he's got like three kids. He's ne- I don't think he's ever been married. So I'm like, Dad, Mark Messier's a real man. I go, he's spreading his seed anywhere, everywhere. He's not married. My father goes, that's disgusting. <laughs> uh, yes, I'll never forget that. He was dating Madonna and all kinds of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Ten days after he left. Wait a minute. Are you my friend of the Islander fan? 
who cried for 10 days after the Islanders got knocked out of the playoffs last year. Jen traveled all the way to Vancouver to see him as a Canuck. Did she really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, That's a fan. I'll tell you that. Like we were talking before the show, she's a fan for life. I I took it. I I took a different tact. I went to I went I was well I was living in Arizona when he when when he went to Vancouver, and his first game with the Canucks or his first his first game with the Canucks in Arizona I was at the game, and I had seats down by the glass because they were like three dollars, or I think he got them free with a dozen donuts or something, and uh, I I brought my Rangers jacket my starter Rangers jacket. And we were down the Canucks end of the ice before in warmups, and he's skating around. He goes right around the glass, and I'm holding up my Rangers jacket, and I'm screaming at him, you fucking sold us out. You sold us out. You sold us out. And he wouldn't skate down. He wouldn't skate. He stayed away from me the rest of the warm-up. He, like, stayed in the middle. I love that. <laughs> right? That's a, I love a fan. That. Take it You're serious. dead to me. Right. Right. Tear a piece of my clothing. Yes, I like that. Yeah, so they were showing him, and he said, well, what's this book about anyway? Oh, I don't know. We all know he's a winner. I mean, he's one of the greatest winners in hockey ever. He needs money. How old is this dude now? Is he in his 60s? I don't know. Why? You want to resign him? I don't know. We need somebody to win face-off. He can take strong <laughs> He can win a face-off, I bet. Better than- I bet you he can do better than 8%. I mean, come on. I don't know. How old Messier was what? He was 44 when he retired. That was what, 2003? He's like 64. He's got to be, I guess, in his 60s. Yeah, right? I mean, he's looked 60 since he was 35. So, with that head and the creases and and his, uh, you know. He is all about the money, Messier. All about the money. About the money, but hey, he's 60 years old. He will celebrate birthday number 61 on January 18th. Come on, we can bring him back. Sure, why not? He was great on face off. Why not? He's got some toughness. <clears throat> Speaking about toughness, when are oh. we gonna when are we gonna eject Jared Tenorti from this fucking team? What is this team's <laughs> this is one of the things we got to talk about for sure. I mean, we're we're half hour into this. We're, why? What is this team's obsession year after year after year with a marginal? I mean, it's not even a seventh defenseman. This guy's like a ninth defenseman. He I really mean, is. The list goes on. What is their obsession with these guys? Every year we have to deal with some bag of bones, <laughs> slab of meat with muscles, just ridiculous traffic cones. Jack Johnson, we, I mean, Doug said in a group the other day, Jack Johnson was better than this. And I said, Artie Johnson would be better than this. Oh, he, 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 he's a turnover like nightmare. He makes plays that you're like, what? <clears throat> and like all of us are screaming at one time, get this fucking guy off the ice. I mean, indefensible. His 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 on this team. I mean, come on! You gonna tell me that Libor Hayek is well, any better than this guy? 
that dance dance and Larry Brooks brought it up in that article that you posted and it's a it's a good listen usually he steals from us but this time I think he's we're doing from him. Yeah, we we're gonna steal from him. I think he made some great points oh he did absolutely I mean I understand with this coach and this management they're really not focused on developing players. They're not. They've shifted gears. It's all about the playoffs. It's win now. That's when this fucking guy shortens the bench every game. Yeah. To get that win. He's not going to put ever. He's never, when Lundquist does play, he's never going to play any important minutes. He's going to sit on the bench in the third period. Same thing with, uh, you know, he'll throw Nemeth and Truba out there. Keandre Miller. He'll, whatever it takes to win. That's fine. But the big picture for the Rangers is to get some of this youth developed. They're not winning the Stanley Cup this year. Uh, You know, they still got some guys to develop. And I brought it up. I don't know if people are going to agree or disagree. But Tenorti's got to go. And bring up Zach Jones and bring up uh bring up somebody that can play the fucking position. Libor Hayek. I mean, come on, what is he gonna do to get the lineup? I know the guy isn't the greatest, but uh he's serviceable. He's up here for he was up here for two, three weeks. They send him to Hartford for a couple weeks for conditioning, and then they call him back up and they don't play him. What's the sense? You know, I, I understand. I understand they're playing. I, they're playing well. They're winning games. Eleven and seven, four games over five hundred. Fantastic. I'm I'm ecstatic. But uh, big picture wise, this team is they're not developing the young players the way they the way they should be. Philip Heedles in his third year in the league. Philip Riddle, as you call him, is this his third? Is this his third year or his fourth? Third, third. right? Third. Third. Kako, what are we? Three years, right? Third year, uh, we got to give those guys a little. I mean, I, I, I know what you're but, saying, but, but Kako and Hedo are playing better right now. I won't disagree, but don't you think this team was ex- expecting, and probably you know wrongly, but don't you think this team was expecting those three guys? I'm talking about Hedo, Lafreniere, and Kako to take j- big leaps this year, as opposed to the baby steps, right? No, I agree with you totally. And I and I think it's I, I think it's going to cost them. I, I just I think they're doing a a bad job with these kids. I really do. I mean, they banked on these guys, and these guys are not on their way to twenty goal plus seasons. I mean, I know we're kind of still early, but I see a lot of young rookies. Doing much better in this league. You got that Troy Terry in Anaheim. He's at the 10 goal mark already. There are a lot of good young players in this league. And these guys are high draft choices. I mean, they're playing well now, Kako and, and Hedl, but Hedl can't put the fucking puck in the ocean shooting from the fucking love boat. I mean, the guy, the guy. He gets a lot of chances, but he doesn't score. 
So I don't know. It seems to, but they're winning. You know. I know. I it's, I understand, but you know, I mean, look at the. <clears throat> I hate to admit it, but you know, look at some of the guys on the Devils, the, the uh, Dawson Dawson Mercer, kid they drafted eighteen, well. playing very well. Uh, Jesper Bratt or Jesper, I think he's Jesper, if I remember correctly. Now, I mean, they got a lot of they got a lot of young players over there too, but there seem to be, you know, I mean, well, yes, I mean, recent ones, I mean, Pavel Zaka was a high draft pick. He's never really that. Nico Hessier, he's a he's worthless. But yeah, I know what you're saying. You got a couple guys over the air there putting the puck on the net. I mean, uh, I don't know if Lindy Ruff is the uh, unlocking all their full potential, but yeah, you see guys making progress. And like you said, the Rangers have banked on these guys and they're really not so far not paying the dividends. So, I mean, I, again, I'll just go back to, I don't understand why this had to be rushed. I know, but we, <clears throat> you know, I don't know how much playoff dollars they're going to get get knocked out in the first round by two games. Game. He needs the two game revenue that bad because right now they're a first round out. And Costa and Gosta brings up a good point about Patrick Nemeth, like Joe Willie, like, Joe Willie Nemeth. Willie. I mean, the dude is like okay, he's okay, but he brings nothing. Why doesn't that guy ever sit? Because he plays both sides, kills penalties. All right. Yeah, I, I know that. Uh, that's probably the thinking. I'm. I'm not saying that's why he should be, but that's probably the thinking. He's. Uh, <clears throat> he's. He, they can also move him around. He's the guy that usually. He usually. When did Patrick never become like fucking Brad Paul. I mean, when did he become the Rod Langway of the NHL now in the Rangers? He's some just, defensive genius. No, not I haven't even heard of this guy before this year. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in 41 fantasy leagues. I, I, <laughs> Stratomatic. I, I played NHL 19. I play Stratomatic. I, I, I collect hockey cards. I never heard of this fucking guy before this year. Now, all of a sudden, he's the anchor. Reads the hockey digest. Yeah. He's the anchor, he's the anchor all right. But he's well. I, I know. I, he... I just think because they can, he kills penalties. He's a veteran guy, and and Gallant likes to move him up to play with Truba when it gets later in the game. All and right, he takes, and, he, and he pulls Lundqvist off. Lundqvist will if the Rangers are winning in a third period by a goal. Lundqvist will sit for fifteen minutes. He gets the uh, the Enverlisa treatment. What did it? <laughs> I think Jen said it kind of tongue-in-cheek. He's multi-purpose. The reason they got fucking Nemeth... He, he one shovels of the, the ice. Yeah. <laughs> he one gets of the reasons the, they like Nemeth he, was... He refills, the, he refills the dentine gum and the pouches on the bench. <laughs> he charges up the ice pads. And one of the reasons they got him is because they could get it's Lundquist... They could get Lundqvist acclimated to the NHL because he speaks Swedish. They don't fucking play.
my luck quiz. I get it. I get this thing. I don't believe. That's why I'm saying I don't believe anything they tell me. I don't believe anything they tell me. The Rangers are right up there with politicians and Dr. Fauci. I don't believe anything any of them tell me. You know who raves about their third pair? Sean, I'm surprised you don't uh, bring this up. The Carolina Hurricanes. Last time I checked, Tony D'Angelo, four goals, 12 assists. Is on Carolina's third pair. Now, I know we're, we're ripping into the Rangers who are actually winning. <laughs> Just questioning. sense to me. Questioning their thinking, that's all. That's all. These these chickens will come home to roost at some point. We're not we've been watching we all been watching this game a long time to know that eventually this will all come home to roost. I mean, I don't think Nemeth is bad, but is he he's a lock? Like he's got to play every game. I used to rave about our third pair when it was Doug Glitster and uh Alexander Karpatsev. That was a good third pair. Good third pair, right? A lot of things don't jive with me, but when do they really ever? <laughs> somehow, they're, somehow they're winning, right? Somehow I manage, like Michael Scott. Somehow I manage. Yeah, that's true. That you certainly your third pairing is you know there's not a lot of high paid third pairing guys. Usually they're guys. So since we brought up since you brought up Tony D'Angelo, let's go uh -huh. to the other side of that argument. Should have kept Tony D'Angelo and kicked Yorgiev out of town. <laughs> oh, Should have sent him home. He's they, a total garbage can. They, they got to figure. They got to figure this out at some point because we we, we got to be able to give Igor a night off, and you got to have a guy you can rely on. I'd rather have Keith Kincaid up here. I I'd rather have the actual Dave Madden who played Mister Kincaid up here. <laughs> this guy's awful. He's a garbage can. He's terrible. And if Benoit Allaire can't fix you, it's over. Director of goaltending, Benoit Allaire. He's got like this fancy title now. Uh, you want to bring up Adam Suxka? <laughs> nah, I don't want to deal with that. I, I, I don't. I don't care. Bring up. Bring up somebody. Anybody. Yeah, Kincaid's a gamer. I, I mean, I. I mean, come on, you. You want to see a uh, a example of how much every game is a win, must win for Gerard Gallant? He fucking pulls that garbage can, that piece of trash. <laughs> Georgiev, he puts Shesterkin in the third period. Smart move, though. Stop the bleeding. It stopped the bleeding, but... Most coaches would think long term. Think, you know, George has got to he's got to win this for us. He's got we got to get him going. No, and I like it, but Connor, they can't get Henrik to strap the pads on. He's got heart issues. Leave him in the studio where he's doing a great job. I'll take Valaket as the backup again. Oh Jesus! I I. By the way, Larry Brooks threw, uh, as the kids say, threw a little shade at Valaket the other day. He said that Georgiev's save percentage is the lowest 10-game save, was some ridiculous stat, the lowest since Steve Valaket like 15 oh, oh, oh. years ago. 
Oh, Dancing Larry. He's warming up back into uh, warming his way back into our hearts. Throwing shade. He's so crabby. <laughs> Look at but Donald. not always wrong. I mean, th these things actually bother me. I don't rant because it's entertainment. I'm ranting because they get a guy that speaks Swedish and they play the Swedish guy. <laughs> there must have been some kind of agreement with Lundquist that he would stay with the big club. Because what I would do is bring up Zach Jones. I know I don't, they would have to send somebody down probably, but I would platoon those guys every night and forget Jared Tenorti. Send him down, banish him. <laughs> send or him you down bring him up just against the Islanders or whatever, whatever stupid plan you have for toughness. I don't know. Nothing makes sense anymore. I told you for two years it made sense. And now, but hey, the Rangers right. win. That was a big victory against Buffalo. Yes, it was. <clears throat> I mean, you know. Thought we were headed for overtime. Sam was halfway to the can. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, was, he was halfway to the can. He figured it was overtime. You want to take a look at the, you want you want to watch the video? I want to I want to I want to yeah, sure. show this video here. Let's see. <clears throat> uh, Lindgren. All right. Let's see. I'll put it up here. And we're going to give. I want to show you something because I, I went back and watched this a couple of times. And I just want. So we'll go back here to the beginning of the video. Right. And we'll start it from the beginning. So there's nine. I think there's nine and a half seconds or so, 9.7 when this video starts, right? Kreider is there. So now we're, now we're at 5.5 seconds. They're still digging in the corner, right? And then <clears throat> now two seconds left and Adam Fox has the puck, right? Now at 1.3 or 1.1, Mika's got the puck and he's already dishing the linger. And Lingard puts the puck in the net with 0.4 seconds left. I mean, that's just amazing. All of that transpired in in two seconds. Well, yes. In it two also seconds. didn't help. I mean, it also didn't hurt that four Sabres were all looking at that puck. They were just standing around. I mean... I mean, this is great work along the boards. Oh, absolutely. This is, I mean, this is what we've dreamed of. Right. Work like this along the boards. Barclay, Goodrow, and Kreider. And it's Kreider who's able, uh, I'm going to play this again from the beginning. And you, you see how Kreider just is able to just reach in there and get a pass out to uh, to Fox. Kreider is there. Kreider just reaches in, puck out to Fox, Zabana dead. I mean, that's a, a beautiful. And now this is what Gerard Gutwan says. You know, I'm going to yell at somebody. Right. I'm even aggravated with that. 
And I mean, that's just great awareness by Lindgren too, which you can see it here. He sees that he sees that Zibanejad's going to get the puck. He knows how much time is left and knows he can head for the net. Right. And he said that in the post game. They knew they could creep in because there was they were aware of the time. Right. Amazing goal! Is there and anything then, better than, than a hockey well, a hockey player's face when he scores these big goals like this? I mean, we saw so many pictures, like you know, like TDA and Brendan Lemieux, the exuberation on their face. Yes. No, uh, no, Gerard Gallant in that video, I guess. Uh, and then Fox with that terrific lifting of the stick of Jeff Skinner and making that play, Jeff Skinner. Uh, just gave up. He either thought that the time was going to expire. Fox never gave up. Just a great pass. I mean, it was it was it was fantastic. Fabulous, Sam. Fabulous. And uh, it's a big victory. <clears throat> but I mean, that's the hard work we you know that we've been dying to see for years in the corner that type of you know other teams do it and score goals on on the rangers and now we get to see the rangers do it right i mean that's what the barkley goodrow will bring to the team Kreider, let's, let's people think we're just here to bitch and complain about the third pairing no i mean i just we see something you say something Right, right. That's out of my mantra. I see something that annoys me. And that fucking Tage Thompson, if that fucking cocksucker gets another goal against us, I'm going to fucking blow a gasket. Sean, just for you. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so that was a big... One, you're right. It was one of the bigger victories in, uh, in quite a while. I mean that's that's up there with the Montreal comeback that we witnessed live at the viewing party. You know, that's it's one's it's gonna, that one's going to stick out, you know, for a long time. It'll yeah, last. Don't win oh point four seconds. Come on, that's crazy, right? So, I think the official scoring on it was point seven seconds. I okay, think. but. If you were watching on TV, yeah, when if, if you looked at the puck going in the net and then your instant. The first thing, of course, your eyes did when that happened was, oh, my God, how much time's left on the clock? And when, when my eyes went to the clock on the screen, it was 0.4. But I think the officials, I think the official scoring was 0.7. Uh, Ryan Lindgren uh, just says 1959. Doesn't. Uh, that was the last year we won a face off. That was the last year. 1959. <laughs> 1959. Was uh, uh, Brian Hextall? No, off. Yes. To answer Connor's question, no. Ghost did not leave, but I said we're coming back, and he goes, "Yeah, keep smoking the good stuff. You, that must be some good stuff you're smoking." Oh, he ga he gave up. Wow, shocker! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he give up in the first game of this season? Yes. Yes, he did. And he's on hold, ready to talk to you. 
this my selfish co-host. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> ah, I love the guy. Um, so that was that. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. And Dancer Larry Brooks was talking about, the, you know, he's criticizing the way they're handling the defense with Lundquist. Right. And I agree. I mean, are we going to try to develop these guys or it's just uh, we're going to try to win the Stanley Cup this year? Maybe we're going to do neither. In the end, they'll do neither. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. But uh, now I'm well, I'm very worried about the next game. <clears throat> because this has got the setup for a letdown game. What, the Islander game? Yeah. We're playing uh, the Bridgeport Islanders over there at the IBS Arena. And all of a sudden, it's 5-1 Islanders. On 12 shots. On 12 shots. In the first period. Wow. With Chesty in that, I do have faith. Right. With Siviev, I got no. I mean, that's just a fish. He's a fish. Can't we can't we can't we can't deal with him. We gotta bring up well, uh, has had some good good uh numbers against the Islanders, if I remember correctly. What? But I'm, I'm still playing. I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing the big guns tomorrow night. I don't I don't care if they're having COVID problems. I don't care if Zidane right. Char has got athlete's foot. I don't care if he's got an ingrown toenail. I don't care. I'm going in there. I'm going in there. Guns blazing. Guns blazing. Okay. Well, I got a question for you because I haven't really kept up with their COVID list over there at that that infirmary they're playing in there. Those <laughs> mental patients. Okay. That chick with the blue and orange lip and the nose rings and she's dating the red. Whatever that, that, that team oh, is. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. This is... This is breaking news from the New York Post. Uh-oh. The Islanders are scheduled to play their first rivalry game at the UBS Arena on Wednesday night against the Rangers, but their ongoing COVID outbreak has left the team barren. Barren, Eddie. They can't carry children. They're barren. Morgan Barron? <laughs> and provokes the question of whether the contest should go on. It's no contest as it is. Forfeit. We get to win. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. What? Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. I read this wrong. Okay. It's uh, Here's what it says in the article. It took 11 positive tests, and then it says 10 players and associate coach Jack Capuano, and that was all I read at first. I'm like, wait a minute. He's an associate coach on this team now? They got fired. He's with the Senators. That... And that's the rest of the sentence on the senators to prompt the NHL to postpone three of Ottawa's games. So there is speculation. The Islanders could be shut down until they get the outbreak under control. Like I said, in our group, I'd be more worried about the other diseases Islander fans carry than COVID. They're science experiments. I bet you that lipstick uh, strumpet there probably gave everybody the COVIDs. <laughs> and the clap. And the clap. I didn't want to go there because she's a younger woman, but 
We did have a conversation with the league on Monday. Lou Lamorello said on a Zoom call Tuesday, there is no decision to my knowledge. We're preparing to play unless we hear otherwise. Well, the question I had is, is Matt Martin, is he on the COVID list? Is they're tougher guys? I think he's I think he's one of the guys out. There's seven uh like seven guys on the COVID protocol list, according to this one article I'm seeing. Wow. Veteran defenseman Zdeno Chara has become the seventh New York Islander player to be added to the it's, NHL it's, COVID protocol list. Even the Islander fans hate that guy. Forwards Josh Bailey. Oh, he's Josh good for at least the goal. Look at you, Josh Bailey. He used to be so cocky. Josh, Josh Bailey. <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> Anders Lee, Kiefer, Bellows, Ross Johnston, Adam Pellick, and Andy Green are also in the protocol. Andy Green, please. There's and so Brock extra. Nelson is out two to four weeks with a lower body injury. This team's a mess. Well. They named two tough guys in there. They all, yeah, I was wondering, well, we, we got all these guys to fight these guys, and Ryan Reeves, uh, I don't guess he's got nobody to fight now. Not sure. I want my team going to the Ubs Arena. The oh, well, the speaking Ubsy of the Ubs Arena, the Chubsy Ubsy Arena. The Ubsy Arena. Yeah, Chicks McDonald. You know, I like these guys, you know, the Russ Cohens and the Mark Rosemans. They, you know, they get press credentials. And you want to tell me that Jigs McDonald, I think Jigs McDonald was an underrated announcer. Unfortunately, he announced for the my most hated team of all time, those four Islander teams. So I, I hated him by the by default. Him and Eddie Westfall. Oh, Ed Westfall, that inane drone. <laughs> From the odd couple reference there. But uh I was gonna say, oh yeah. The uh, the UBS arena, right? He's calling it, uh, you know, the, he's calling it the USB arena. Like when they're McDonald was, yeah. Like <laughs> like the, the pregame ceremony or whatever. How, how old is he? He's got to be like ninety eight, right? Hey, J. Yeah, I mean, doctor, you should be ashamed of yourself getting a chubby from that that wanton strumpet. She's half your age, at least. I used to absolutely dread back in the old cable days where some Ranger games, when they played the Islanders, they'd have to be on Sports Channel, and I had to listen to those two homers. Oh, it was the worst. It was just insult to injury because, of course, the Islanders were really good in those days, right. and the Rangers were really mediocre in those days. Well, I always, I always loved – like play-by-play -play guys, like from that era, and he, God bless you. Thank he, you. He originally started with the Atlanta Flames, and that's where I first heard him. And I was like, "Wow, this is really good." But then when he came to the Islanders, I hated his guts. Right. And then Westfall was just saying, "Hey, Jags." Wow. Terrible. He Anders Caller is really having a good game. Shut up. So he called. He kept calling it the USB arena, huh? Yeah, and I was going to say, these other guys are telling me, oh, what a legend he is in the industry. I'm like, well, he, you know, Sam Rosen's in the uh, Hall of Fame. You just live long enough, you make the announcers Hall of Fame. Is he a legend because he was a great announcer, or is he a legend because the Islanders were great when he was announcing? 
I mean, was he really a great announcer? I think he was pretty good. But the thing is, though, if you live to be 200, you get in, you become a legend. If he would have died, I guess. If Sam Rosen would have died at 50, he would not be in the Hall of Fame. You mean he didn't? <laughs> His hair did. His scalp did. Thou- the hair <laughs> follicles. Rip scalp. I, you know, I, I, I know this is. It's still hideous, that hair. I don't know what's going on. I, I have more of a, a, a beat or a bead on Gerard Gallant's coaching than I have on what's going on with that fucking hair. <laughs> uh, you know, it seems weird that, you know, <clears throat> William Shatner seems to have gotten his hair situation okay, straightened out. You know, it looks all right now. It doesn't look real, but at least it looks semi-natural. And But, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's still awful blonde for a man of 90, but whatever. Sam just can't seem to figure that out. He's got the, you know, he's just got that little. I don't know what it is. It's like a pie plate. <laughs> I don't know what it pie is. Plate. <laughs> I don't know if it's a wig. I don't think it's a wig. It's just, I don't know who does it. I, I think it's just a, it's not a wig. I think it's just a piece. It's just a, I think it's a fake comb over up there. Really? I, I do, yeah. I think it's just a little thing he lays, little thing he lays up on top there. Yeah. Why are we talking about bad fashion? Chris the Meat has asked us, are we going to talk about those Devils third jerseys? Coming up. Oh, boy. Coming up. Jesus. Where is it? Let's see. Uh, Joe Catroni put up like you said a Rembrandt. Oh, that was a that was a work of art what he did with with that. <laughs> it's a market. <laughs> Come on. Speaking about Chubbs, speaking of Chubbsy Ubsy. Well, he helped design this thing, and all I could say is black is slimming. That's why. That's, that's why, why, it, why. why it does. This, the, I bet you if they put Henrik on a fashion thing, it would look nice. If he he designed something, this guy, what this is terrible. Look at this guy. Still Those has that French-Canadian accent. You've been in the fucking country 40 years. Those jerseys are just awful. And, you know, I said earlier, I said, you know, I said, if you just told me that the Devils had a new third jersey and that it was ugly, my response would be, it can't be any uglier than what they wear now because right. that's the worst fucking logo in, in hockey, if not sports. And then I would have looked, looked at it and went, I was wrong. <laughs> they did actually make something uglier. <clears throat> I mean, they are just god-awful. That's bad. It's bad. I'm glad. And apparently they're they're locked into wearing them for the next three league, three years or something like that. I mean, that looks like something that looks like something a beer league team would come up with as a goof. Like, what are you going to put on your jersey? Well, it's just going to say jersey. Right. Right. Just label everything. Yeah, it, it's 
It's I mean, they actually. I mean, they 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 actually found a way to make something worse than the worst logo in hockey. Listen, the other teams are suffering. I'm loving it. <laughs> well, absolutely. I, I love that they're going to embarrass themselves with the. That lo- it looks to me, it looks like a like a roller derby jersey or something like the the Jersey Knights or something. They're skating. Right. I don't know. It just looks stupid. They're horrible. What is going on with New Jersey anyway? The whole state. I got a fucking jersey the other last week. You went to Jersey? Yeah. Oh, look at you. What I, what's with the Bon Jovi rest stop? Oh. <laughs> when did that happen? I don't know. I you don't go know. in there. I don't even know which one that is. Is that the one I that used to be the bitch the party? party or something? Yeah, there was one for Vince Lombardi. And, well, uh, apparently he's not as wasn't as big enough as uh, Bon Jovi. Is a giant guitar. Welcome to the Bon Jovi rest stop. You go in. All the tables have. Uh, oh, that's right. You went to Atlantic City. That's right. Yeah, all the tables have famous people from the New Jersey. Uh, Susan Sarandon. She's on a table. They have a virtual thing where you could talk to people from who famous from. Jersey, like a hologram. I could talk to little Steven if I want. You talk to Thomas Edison. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, what is this fucking rest? What, what, Jersey, with Jersey proud here? Long Island, we don't give a shit. We got one rest stop. The Billy Joel rest stop. No, it's not Billy Joel. It's like uh, Billy fucking, Seinfeld. Is it the Seinfeld rest stop? No, it's the guy. What's his face? The kid from uh, Cobra Kai. There. Oh, Ralph Macchio. The Ralph. Macchio. Oh, fuck him. He's an Islander fan. By the way, the Ass Man doctor from Seinfeld died today. Ass Man. The Ass Man died. It was ninety-one or something like that. Oh. Speaking of Seinfeld, <clears throat> you want to talk to uh, you want to talk to Costa? Or you want to talk to or you want to talk to Connor first? Who you choose? Dealer's choice. Uh, or, or do you want to cue the music and end the show? <laughs> do we have uh, Nipples McGillicuddy on hold? I'd like to talk to him. I guess let's talk to Connor. Let's get the All levity right. out of the way. <laughs> All Up right. next, Nipples McGillicuddy. <laughs> Nipples McGillicuddy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to keep my shirt on for this. Uh, no problem, man. No problem, man. What's up, Connor? What's on your mind, Con? Well, let's just say, uh, you know, Buffalo may have won a must-win, but uh, this next game at Unquestionable Bullshit Arena is most (laughs) certainly a must-win as well. Unquestionable Bullshit Arena. I like that. (laughs) Rolls right off the tongue. (laughs) And those fucking Islander fans booing them. Two games back at home, and they're booing. Joey Buttafuco Reggie. Yeah, Joey Buttafuco Buttafuco Pavilion. I mean, when the Rangers played the Lightning, did we ever do that to Ryan Callahan or Ryan McDonough? No. I mean, how classless do you have to be to, you know, go and boo a guy who gave plenty of years of his career, and it's just like... Are you talking about Tavares? 
I don't I don't know who else you're uh, you're talking about. No, there. they they booed their own team. Yeah, they were booing oh. their own team. Oh, they booed their own team because they didn't get a goal in that game. Oh. They're, they're, the fans are they went from elation that they're that they're almost went to the Stanley Cup with the Islanders. We love our Islanders. And then two games at home that they've already lost faith and Lipstick Girl is booing. You're my yummy, yummy cupcake. Yummy, yummy cupcake. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. That's right. Uh, Fish sticks for all. Yep. So, uh... Connor, are you in the lobby of the Howard Johnsons or something? Uh, no, no. I'm just in a different location. (laughs) The, the lighting is the lighting is better here. Uh, oh, okay. what, what, what can I say? And uh, this ad episode of uh, of where's where the fuck is Andy Pettit? Yeah, I'm just here where the lighting is good. And you, you got and Eddie seemed to like uh, when I called from here because of the lighting and the Wi-Fi. So I figured I'd stick with it. Yeah, no, it's good. I like it. What the heck was? <laughs> Uh, come for the laughs. Stay for uh, finding out wherever the fuck I am. Right. Yes. It's like this just in: Kana is now listed on the Islanders' COVID list. <laughs> Kana, are you feeling okay? Well, I got my booster shot last weekend, so uh, you can cross me off there. Well, you would think these athletes are already <laughs> vaccinated, but I guess they're getting it again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> looks like uh, Oliver Wallstrom uh, has just gone down. Uh, give me a couple. Give me a couple months. I'll, uh, I'll I'll see about coming in from a church or the state capitol. Although I might catch COVID from uh, Trish Bergen, Billy Joel's ex. Ah, so uh, comments. Uh, Witticisms about what's going on with the Rangers at this point? I mean, look, we shut the bet against Toronto, and that that was, you know, so it's clear that we're not going to beat everyone. But, uh, you know, I mean, I I remain utterly shocked at, you know, despite our, you know, the flaws that we've listed out, uh, you know, whether it's the fact that we're basically riding on Igor and Fox and Kreider and you know yeah Kako's you know really doing a lot better and Panarin's picked it up too I think yeah Uh, Panarin you know despite those things we're still very well at the top of the division and uh, you know so what what can I say ride them high and just uh, you know be happy for this ride because I don't know how much further we're going to keep this up you know well we'll see you know the you know even though the islanders are you know in the toilet bowl at the bottom of the division there they're not going to be easy to beat let alone the fact that we're playing them twice boston's not going to be easy to beat the blackhawks you know despite their uh culture issues will not be easy to beat well, they, so you know yes yeah. no the Blackhawks uh, are playing better with the new coach i think well Derek king is coaching them Matt, former islander Matt, I'm not going to say no, okay? I'll say maybe to that one, but I will get back to you on that. Uh, 
it'll have to be a home game because of the fact that we don't have road games. Uh, otherwise, there would be a, a you know there would be more options available per se to see each other. But you know the the Rangers schedule is just a giant clusterfuck this year. Well, what's your main uh, beef with the schedule? Well, I think the major beef, obviously, is not even about with the Rangers. It's with Ottawa, Ottawa, and uh, with what happened. But you know, it's that just, town. Yeah, Jim <laughs> has zero tolerance. Uh, yes, yes, there you have it. But no, it's just, yeah. It's, it's uh, and house, but that's you know I'm pretty sure that you know that's that's beef with it. It's nothing out of the ordinary. All right, all right, my friend. Well, uh, I enjoyed your well lighted, your well uh, Wi Fi, your uh, well uh, appearance, wood paneling, wood yes. paneling appearance on this show. <laughs> yes. Well, take it easy, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And, you uh, too, Connor. Next- we'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Happy Thanksgiving and, and Kwanzaa. Right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> now, there he is. Now, now. What's this? You're haunting us now? The ghost? <laughs> the ghost? <laughs> Hey, I'm hey, I'm just the bit. That's the bit, right? Oh, with the bit. Okay. I feel like there's some. I feel like there's some bad blood. We got some fences to mend here. He's just saying. There should be a time of healing. (laughs) You just want to play that music, that sad music underneath something, Jim. (laughs) Not really. All right. So, Coast, say what you got to say. You know, you know, you know. If 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 we had the 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 regular the the party at the other date, and and the other team got the covetitis, I'd be upset too. All right. And uh, yeah, you think they'll cancel the island again? Speculation at this point. Well, what what is it? Like, like, why can't we just get a win? Right. I mean, we're healthy. They're all unhealthy. We win. <laughs> they forfeit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about my plan to bring up Zach Jones and Lundquist and platoon them? You can't, you can't do any worse at this point. To know where to get him to get him that get that bum out of here. He's a bum, bum, this garbage. I could play defense better than him. His father could play. I get out of here, you bum. Bingo. (laughs) Bingo. He just agreed with himself. (laughs) Bingo. Fading, fading, fading. Yeah, he is fading. He's terrible. Yeah, and what? And and like I like I said, he's 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 the the tanner glass of the team now. You know, he knows he knows things. He got connections. He knows things. Wow, I like Tanner Glass more than I like this guy. Oh God, Tanner Glass at least was—I don't know. 
Happy Thanksgiving. Georgiev, get up, get him out of here. Get, he's the guy. It's over. Georgie boy is over. Yeah, oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah, it's over. <laughs> All good things must come to an end, I guess. <laughs> Goodbye. Get out of here, you bum. I mean, he hasn't been good for two years. What? What's this save percentage? Somebody get me his eight, like eight, like eight fifty, something like that. Eight fifty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it is. I can tell you it's not in the top 50. <laughs> not in the top 50 in the league. I think they probably would have done that under the other regime, but I don't see that happening with the we must win now. 858. <laughs> Give me oh. a break. Goals against 4.08. What is he, Gilles Gratone? I mean, I, I mean seriously. A goals against over four? You're yeah. in the minors, buddy. Doug so tight. <laughs> You're in the fucking minors with those. And with how many games he played? Uh, five, six. That's yeah. There you go. He should never play again. Six games played, five started. So so. So we so maybe we should send him down for conditioning, quote unquote. And hope somebody claims him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know if they're gonna take that that two point whatever million dollar contract no, off nobody's their hands. Taking that. Nobody's taking that. But they Chesterkin can't play every game. He needs well, a break. Uh, and, uh, let me ask you this: the, the goals that he allows, they look like they're rebounds or there, um, he, he doesn't. He doesn't like. I don't see any brain farts from uh, from Shesterkin when it comes to goaltending. Georgiev like uh, gives he, up he, huge rebounds. He, what? He gives up huge rebounds. Yeah, but they don't score on him. Georgiev. Georgiev. No, I'm talking Shesterkin. Uh, no, I'm talking about Georgiev. Oh, Georgiev looks like he's got Everlast in his pads. Things <laughs> <laughs> fucking bounce it off. Rebounds after. Come on. He's terrible. Yeah, what do you got to uh, do to get set down? I hope from your lips to God's ears, my friend, because I because I don't know how I don't know how many how many how many chances is the is Georgie boy going to get? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're all about. I hope so. Okay. From your lips to God's ears, Mike. I mean, he's uh, I like Kincaid. I mean, he's not he's serviceable. He's not that you know. Nice Robin Hill boy, you know? Because <laughs> Georgiev is just not – everything is completely off with the guy. I don't know what happened to him. What, do you, what do you got? Did he give him a fat cat like the no, rest of them? I don't know. We got rid of the wrong guy, like Jeb says. We should have kept Tony D. Stinking commie. He's a stinking <laughs> commie. That's, he's a socialist pig. Right, but so but so Shostakin is also a socialist commie pig. No, but we like him as long as you play good. We don't care about your politics. <laughs> you be a communist as long as your save percentage is over nine nine hundred. <laughs> you're <not> rolling with <laughs> you're under nine hundred. You're, you're a pinko commie. Yeah. <laughs> Yet good. Oh God. Yet good. Uh, Did he make well, the save? Yet. I... Yet. <laughs> yeah. John Rick, put a shooter tutor in the net. 
Anything. Uh, Matt Marilla wants to know what your plans are for Thanksgiving and Kwanzaa. Same as every other day. An hour on the treadmill. Tofu breakfast. The keto Two hours diet. On and heavy on the keto diet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, Costa. You got any uh, rants? Anything you want to say before uh, we end this thing? No, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just sad. Whatever happened, happened. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, you called me selfish. I. I, I didn't. Really I, appreciate it, that. You're <laughs> selfish, but in a beautiful, romantic way. Oh, okay. Well, that's. <laughs> You, you threw feed. You threw food at Vito. That's got to be taken care of. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I right, love you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. No homo. Well, yeah, and a and a happy Turkey Day to you guys too. Happy right. Thanksgiving, comes. Until care. next time. Until Bye. Next time. Bye. You see, he wouldn't recant the selfish thing, though. <laughs> oh. Now, what's going on in Canada? They got a Thanksgiving or that happened already? That was in October. Oh, what's Sorry. up, buddy? Carter, what's, the, what's going on tomorrow? Was it uh, Thursday? Boxing Day or some shit? Tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh, okay. I mean, Thursday. Oh, they, well, have they have Wednesday we're gonna have in Black Canada? Friday. We're going to have Black Friday, yeah. Wednesday and Sunday Wednesday. Carvel. I know that. Very funny. Anyway, anyway, you heard of the words Montezuma's Revenge? Yes. Well, last Thursday was Cuttersuma's Revenge because you know what, Morello? You don't say that stuff and think you're going to avoid punishment. Because let me tell you something, Morello. You screwed up. You're the reason why the Rangers lost to the Leafs. I was going to go, yay, Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. Let's fucking beat the Leafs. But now I picked the Leafs to beat the Rangers. And I was happy when they won, and you ruined it for everybody. And you say that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not hated. I am so freaking hated. My fellow Canadians on the BSU, Stevenson, Gimble, and Chanel, they freaking hate my guts and all that. So just respect your elders and all that. And if I wasn't a Ranger fan, why the fuck did I put 24 on Respect your elders. I got this stuff for twenty fucking dollars at Amazon. That shows yeah, but, you. Yeah, but in fairness, that's like a dollar seventy nine US, isn't it? No, it's probably like fifteen to sixteen American. But how can you both that book when I'm the calf? You spent your you spent your loonies on it. What a surprise! I am not buying the calf's book. Why not? Oh, look at me! I have a blog. I'm better than everybody. Pathetic. Why wouldn't you buy wow, his book? Wow, this is... Look Wait, at the... Wow. What does he do? He's a house of fire. Are you aware that, that, that Cutter felt this way? That you were, look at me, I wrote a book? I mean, I don't see this from Sean. Do you, Jim? Not at all. He's a, he's a regular guy. Oh, fuck. I think, some, I think somebody probably wants their book back. Who, who, Who'd you who, steal that from? Who's that, Alfie Pike's book you stole? And no, I, got like it, I got it from the second store on Amazon, I guess. So I guess it, there was writing in it. And I'm like, shit. Oh, well. You paid $20 for a used book? Yeah, I'm afraid so. <laughs> is wow. it an original Moby Dick? What, 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 what is it, leather bound? Horse printing? 
No, it's, no, it's just like paperback and all that stuff. What, you pay $20 what, for that? What, what was the title of that book? Um, the Big 50. How to Scam Canadians in, in 10 Easy Steps. It's, it's, it's Who wrote author? that book? Sipe is, Sipe is the author. Oh, God. I Zip know. Ahead. He doesn't even have a job anymore. Yes, I do respect my elders. I respect Jim and Eddie. Thank you, sir. Jeez. Thank you. I think I don't respect elders? Like, what the I fuck respect you? you. Thank you. I respect well, anybody respect that comes you. on this show. How much and, did you pay for that book? How much did you pay for that book? <laughs> it's, it's $12 on Amazon. Well, you. Them, you know, the stupid exchange rate. That exchange rate. It always screws us up. Well, your money's worthless. So you were call you're calling out Matt Arello? Is that what's going on? Mm, Eight dollars on eBay. Anyway, so anyway, this is you, Morello. These are my um goatee shavings. You're fucking garbage. Whoa! Who's wait a minute? Who wait, who was that? That was his pubes. No, that's my goatee hair. I'm trying to shave it down. And he shaved it down and he said, that's you, Morello. You're, You're garbage. garbage. Yeah. That's that's the truth, man. I mean. He's you know, really gotten under your skin. Why are you letting him bother you? I'm just trying. To, well, here's the thing. I said something in the Facebook group to him and he didn't respond. And I'm like, well. You can walk the walk, but you can't fucking talk the talk. And the fact of the matter is, that's what being presented with you can't get to the American. You can't take it when I talk to you. I've been in this group for 11 freaking years of pure torture, and yet I'm still here. Shut and up. here you are, you sack of crap. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. You Matt Morello has joined the show. I love this. This is this is Eddie. This is big black and king of all blacks going at it on Howard Stern. What the fuck are you talking about, Jim? Nobody hates you, and when they do, it's because you don't shut your fucking mouth. You I know I'm opinionated. Um, I know I'm opinionated, Morello. I understand. I don't hate I don't care. I'm sure you don't. Dude, don't. you come across as, oh, I'm the badass of this group. No, I not. technically am. Yeah, because everybody lives in fear of what Cutter is going to Okay, pal. Sure. Right. Gosh. I, don't what, I don't know what happened to the show. <laughs> Jerry, 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 oh. Jerry. Eddie, put your glasses down so we can all match, buddy. Cutter, you said that you were the badass of the BSU show. The test no, show? That's a lie. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I just don't understand why we have to have this avarice, this animosity between you two. At Thanksgiving. Well, I'm, I'm airing my uh, I'm airing my grievances. Grievances. <laughs> During these High holy days of uh, Festivus. You're 30 days too early, Matt. Not in my book. I'm actually right on time. Because Stone Cold Morello just said that I whipped your ass. Boom. 
Wow. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You, you have to whip my ass unless you come up to Canada and whip my ass. Cutter, what's on your shirt? The chat room wants to know what's on your shirt. Oh, it is the old Reebok logo. Chris is Correct, right. Chris to me. Yeah, good job. So, I've been to Canada twice, Cutter. There's a reason why you have your social welfare, Medicaid, whatever the hell country over there. Wow. We're not with Medicare as you think we are. It is two-tier, actually. All right. Uh, enough of bashing the country. In your country, you're going to say something entertaining. Eddie, I feel like after 12 and a half years, we've finally arrived. We have an on-air listener uh, war. I don't think this really should. Yeah, it's true. Mario is right. This is like Galant and Mika. <laughs> and I guess I'm the one bringing the entertainment to it. Well, I bring more, more entertainment to this. It's like Hogan and Savage, except it's Shannon Hogan and Liz Savage. <laughs> Shannon Hogan. Hey, speaking of Shannon Hogan, I, I wanted to deflect from this for a second. Did you see what she was wearing for that that IBS arena opening? Wearing that prom dress? Oh, oh my God. God. I heard I something it about it. She looked terrible. All right, and I got back. Bought it at TJ Maxx for ten bucks because that's all she can afford on the Islander budget. <laughs> TJ Maxx. Yeah, she she she's probably like, I look so good in my prom dress. You get me? Yeah, I got you. Right. <laughs> oh boy. All right, guys. Well, I, 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 why the hate, Eddie? I feel very uncomfortable. That's all I'm just telling you right now. Do you? Do you? I don't like to see people fight. <laughs> I feel fine. I know. But, uh, you know. I'm just the opposite. I love it. You're going to yeah. egg it on? <laughs> will, will you it's throw like, salt at Matt Morello tonight? It's like at All in the Family when, when Edith says, I just had a fight with Gloria and I feel terrible. And he says, and Archie says, what the hell's wrong with you? I just had a fight with the meathead and I feel great. <laughs> Well, in we truth, the naked Edith, Michael Jordan photo cutter. Let's all see it up close. Um. Okay. You're listening to Matt. You should. Oh fuck you! Like, That's right. Oh. Like I'm gonna listen to you. That's right. You come off to Kitchener and beat the respect out of me. Whoa! Because trust me, you don't earn my respect until you come up to Kitchener. That's right. Yeah, you gotta come to Kitchener to get your respect. The mean streets. The mean Don't go to downtown Kitchener. Take it over. Straight out of Kitchener. Straight out of well, Kitchener. Yeah, straight out of town. Kitchener does have no homeless problem. You're right. All right, guys. All right. I'm very uncomfortable. I, I have over. to say this. All right. You're making Eddie uncomfortable. We're yeah, going to say right. goodnight to both of you guys. Okay. Now you're making me angry at you, Eddie. Why? I'm uncomfortable. I don't like All to right. see people fight. <laughs> Matt, we'll talk to you soon. Good job. Later. Oh, he's mad at me. And he calls you out. See, you were being sympathetic, and what'd you get for it? He got fucked in the ass for it. Exactly. That's what you get for being nice to him. Oh, get treated like dirt. <laughs> I don't know, Jim. I guys, tell me. Put a... <laughs> See, I knew that bring you back. Yeah. <laughs>
Tell me to put my glasses down so we can match. I'm doing it like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this show is fucking trippy, man. Oh, my God. I love this. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I can't believe that then Cutter starts going after Sean McCaff for no reason. Right, for no reason. Went after you for no reason. Oh, he thinks I wrote a book. And it's like he's got airs about him. Right. He invented a whole fake Sean McCaff character. Right. <laughs> the, the, the whole thing. I don't know, Cutsy. You know, I'm going to be mad at you. If you're mad at me, <laughs> I'm mad at you. Insulting my friends here. So. Don't come up to Kitchener for your respect. Well, Chris, we excuse that he didn't put away his laundry. He was in the heat of battle with Cutsy. He's, he's telling people to come up to Kitchener and get their respect. Meanwhile, he won't leave the house to go to Josh Gimbel's to watch a game. He doesn't That's leave true. his lair. He doesn't come out of the dungeon. I'm not brushing you off, Cutsy. I was feeling uncomfortable. I don't like when people fight. You guys are two uh, important facets to this show. See, now, yours is more of a comedy fast. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie just joined the MWO, the Morello World Order. Everybody's mad at me now. Ghosta won't. Uh, he said, "Whoa, oh, selfish." And then you got now uh, Cutsy, and you, you're just. It, I, I just take it all. It. You, either, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Now, Costa now going out and insulting Jeff. Jeff, I see you're getting a little thin up top. Costa just tagged in. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys got to calm down. The Rangers are winning. It's, it's, a, it's a chat room Royal Rumble. I love it. So. I love it. All right. <laughs> Jim, are we done here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's left after all of that. It's like watching my kids fight. Oh, I don't have any kids. You don't have any kids. Uh, so that's a, that was certainly something. I don't. Folks. And just a reminder, this show is free. Yes. <laughs> and I've got, before we end up, I, I wanted to say something. Uh, I just. Quick little things. Uh, you know, I'm all into that hockey cards. I bought a hobby box. Look what I pulled, boys and girls. Roman Indoor? Alexi Lafreniere. Nice. Autographed card out of 50. Only wow. 50 out of those. I don't know how much this goes for, but I'm probably going to sell it because the guy's a bust. Then, Ed... Don Darrow from my band gives me this shirt. And I'm like, ah, nice shirt, right? It's a, it's a local three electricians union on the back. Look wow. That. Right? That's beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I was so happy when I got that. So I just wanted to show those two goodies to you guys after all that nasty. <laughs> I, 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 I ran into a Brooklyn firefighter one time who was wearing a shirt from his house that had that, and their logo was like that. It was the Ranger logo, but it said Brooklyn or whatever their house was. I begged that guy to send me a shirt, gave my address and everything. I'm still waiting for my shirt. That was 12 years I'll ago. I'll ask Ed if he could get his hands on another one for you. 
Oh, that would be that would be wonderful. I would yeah. wear it proudly. I'm not in the union, but I support him. Yes. Well, either am I. But uh, uh, so yeah, they uh, he hooked me up big time. We're, I in wanted the, to... we're in the we're in the nut union here. We're the, we're the shop. I don't know what the fuck. Shop stewards. I I really don't know what's going. On. <laughs> All right, I'm queuing Doc Severinsen again. Doc, take it away. Da, 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 da. Also, big shout out to PM Sports Cards and Collectibles in Holbrook, New York. Where Buddy take... is from. What? Where Buddy is from. Buddy from Holbrook. Buddy from Holbrook. Uh, those guys are super guys. Marino and I forget the other man's name, but uh, they were hooking me up with some free cards the other day. So I figured I'd say something on the show. Nice. Go there. Spend your money. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, boys and girls. Let's go Rangers tomorrow night. Let's kick some ass in the Ubs Arena. Yep. Thank you to Millie for being my live studio audience That's tonight. Get me soda when I needed it. Nice. Eddie, always a pleasure. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> People ask him when the pay-per-view is between Matt and Cubs. Special guest referee, Sean McCaff. Right. He'll be like the Danny Davis. Sean, oh, I wrote a book, McCaff. Sean ought to create his own parody character. Yeah, like, a, oh, look, I've written a book. Right. Be like Tony Clifton. Yes. <laughs> Good night. All right, we'll see Sorry, you guys soon. Good night, everybody. Howie, Jen, Jonathan, Matt, Cutter, Chris Jonathan, the Jonathan family. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. And Mario Morgato. Great to see him. Great to see him. All right. We love you guys. Take care, everybody. Good night, everybody. Uh, oh.